find more great clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by drawyouapicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out at drawyouapicture.com. See what I've done for others. See what I could do for you. Also by godaddy.com, where you can use the pot. <laughs> you can use the pod name. You can use the code name podname121 to get your next domain for $7.49 and save 10% on other services with code blue121. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on and sing with me, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on and sing hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. I got a bad feeling about this. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 109, brought to you the week of June 9th. How you doing? Very glad. Thank you for joining us, everybody out there. Thank you, all you new people and you old people, you people from other countries, you people from my own precious homeland, the U.S. of A. I'm your host. My name is James, and uh, let me let me introduce you to some people here that are on the show and uh, bring them in here. From America's Hat, the one and only Trevor. How you doing, Trev? I'm doing great. Greetings and salutations. Woo! Yeah. And uh, from the dirty south, deep in Canada's pants, it's John Steinklauber. How you doing, John? I'm sorry, what? What? Hi, you're on a show. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, sorry. Hey, yeah. yeah. Turn, off Elmo, uh, turn off Elmo and uh, focus just a little bit. It'll be awesome. Thanks. Okay. Wow. It's my favorite episode of Elmo. Yeah, I know, but it's always the same song. It's it's uh, Jingle Bells. He just changes the words. At the end. It's <laughs> I thought I was the only one who noticed that. No, no. What? It's like animals, animals, wild animals. Yeah, it's it's huh. Jingle Bells. It's a Whoa. big fat ripoff. So anyway, yeah, this is Nobody's Listening, and we always start with an opening story, so let's get to it. Oh, by the way, today is a, uh, episode 109 is a theme show. It's a fire theme. So we're going to tell you a bunch of stories that might not have held their own show. These are just a plethora of show uh, of shows, of uh, stories having to do with fire. So, uh, John, you're fire. new to the show. If, if there yes. are any s- stories that you thought of that you think could support an entire episode then save it. I'm going to save one of mine, for instance, that I thought of. Uh, so okay. anyway, this is a fire uh, theme show, and the opening story has fire in it. So here we go. This is from Mr. Man. My younger brother, one year, by one year, uh, and I were wandering around the neighborhood one day. This is back when we were kids, back in 65. Dude, you are old. Looking for... <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something. Wasn't there a song about something? 65. 65, That's right. Uh, Something we were looking for something to burn. 
Uh, this was the 60s. I hope it was something legal. No. Um, oh. <laughs> hey, dude. Bring it on, man. <laughs> burn it up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, they were looking for something to burn because everyone at the age of eight or nine or ten is a pyro. That's true. We established that last week. Uh, or l- week before last. Uh, we had a pack of matches, and down the road we knew there was an empty field with some old broken down and rusted... Sh- there was an old rusted Chevy rotting in the middle of the field. It was nearly dusk, and we gathered up some brush and decided to start a fire in the back of that truck. We'd taken out the old floor mats to sit on while we started the fire. As we both snickered away, laughing at what we'd accomplished, the fire had grown a little bit out of control. You see, the fire had dropped through the bed of the truck and spread outside of the old vehicle and caught the dry brush on fire all around it. The fire had grown enormous by the time my brother and I noticed it, and we tried to smother it with the floor mats, but all we did, however, was fan the flames a little bit higher. Eventually, after failed attempts, we uh, it had gotten bigger than we could even hope to handle, so we ran. My little brother and I <laughs> took the long route back to our house so we could not be seen by the neighbors who knew who we were. We were running frantically, and we both were very worried about our dad. Especially finding out, uh, we were especially worried about him finding out what we'd done. He's the type of man that was so gigantic in size and personality that his mere presence demanded respect. He didn't want to get whooped by this guy's enormous ogre hands. So we get back home. We see Dad's car in the driveway. He's home from work. We're scared. We go inside the house trying to calm ourselves down, trying to get our heart rate to go down, trying not to breathe, trying to get our faces from being so red. Uh... We were trying to act as if something, nothing had even happened still, uh, but it was happening. It was happening down the road and burning away. We both get inside just in time for mom's dinner. We sit down at the ki- kitchen table, and my father said, Grace, we begin to eat. Our father always sat at the head of the table with the window to the street behind him. Not two minutes into eating, a couple fire trucks drove by with oh. sirens <laughs> blazing. Sitting next to me, my little brother nudges me with his elbow like, dude, we're going to (laughs) die. At this point, our dad had no clue what we had done that evening, but we didn't know that. My dad says, oh, looks like there's a fire in the neighborhood, looking at the both of us. You two know anything about that? My brother and I were so convinced that he already knew, which he didn't. The guilt of what he had said weighed so heavy that uh, we started crying. (laughs) And we, oh, we screamed. Man. We screamed out. We didn't mean to. I said, catching a break between two. We're sorry. <laughs> My dad had the most puzzled look on his face. Slowly, uh, a, a slowly turning glimmer, uh, and angry. He got angrier and angrier. And you can imagine the spankings that ensued. He walked us down to the field where the firefighters were putting out the fire and made us apologize. Oh my gosh, Mr. <laughs> That's from Mr. Man. P.S. He says, I'd quote that as a podcast some friends of mine are doing. If you haven't listened to them, please do. We're big fans of the show. You know, I haven't listened to that show yet, and I need to. I need to. They We played a clip from them a couple shows back, um, last episode, I think, about how they were quoting us. So I need to check them yes, out. Yes, right. Great opening story. Thank you, Mr. Man. <laughs> that was awesome. You ever done that? I have. Will you admit to something? That you're sure your mom knew about? Oh, it's awesome. I, I, admit to that. I, uh, yeah, I have one like that, but uh, that one deserves a show on its own. Okay, so. good. Yeah. Write it down. In, Don't forget. In, in the banks. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. 
Hey, uh, I might mention real quick before we get too far into it, we are doing a live show tonight. We've worked out our live show issues. So I wanted to uh, say hi to everybody in the Ustream chat room. You can join us every Tuesday night now. We've moved recording nights to Tuesday at 9.30 Central. Um, we got B-Dude17, Chicken Pot Pods in there. Ah, check out Chicken Pot Pod by Chicken... <coughs> Go to chickenpotpod.com. It's a great podcast. One of my favorites. Uh, Head Shaver, Haylorn Max in there. Heck yeah. And John Steinklauer, dork. Uh, Marvel Geeks in there. Paint Scribe, Rat Face, <laughs> dork. Sketch ER, Taran, uh, Umbranex, Vipers, Zodalex, Yanker, a bunch of uh, guests and stuff. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for uh, being in the forums and joining us live on the show. You can join us, too. Remember, every Tuesday night, uh, Central Time at 9.30 p.m. Uh, let's do this. We got, uh, speaking of, of 9.30 p.m. and speaking of live shows, uh, Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Uh, if you're like me, I can't waste time driving or flying to all my meetings. That's why I was excited when I discovered GoToMeeting. Now I hold my meetings online. It's perfect for sales presentations, training sessions, product demos. GoToMeeting, brought to you by my friends at Citrix, is the easiest, most secure way to hold an online meeting. I had my first meeting up and running in seconds. GoToMeeting has been a godsend for me. Plus, it's just $49 a month, so I can hold as many online meetings as I want. You can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Thank you, GoToMeeting, for your continued support. And you guys, go check it out. Go to GoToMeeting.com slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial. Help yourself out and help out Nobody's Listening. Other sponsors include our favorite, Carrillo, the wonderful Dean Piercy, Mr. Keith Tecklitz, and Laurel Cruiser. Thank you so much for your support. We love all of our listeners, but the ones that sponsor us, they get a little extra love, and here it is. <laughs> That's right. Come on, Trevor. Pucker up. Um, no, I'm good. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I have something special. I, I wanted to learn something special for Korea since uh, he's such the uh, the eternal sponsor. Uh-huh. So, Korea, this is for you. Anyun Haseo. What? And uh, Piga Omnida. Wow. Uh, you'll have to ask. You'll have to ask him if I pronounce it right. Okay. I'm impressed. You just insulted an entire country. <laughs> I, I really hope that I didn't. If I did, uh, my apologies. Your mom slurps but, uh, macaroni. I think that's what she just told the entire <laughs> Korean nation. Um, so, right. uh, hey, let's offend some more people. Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. All right. Uh, in a nutshell, this week has been an actually the couple last couple weeks have been exciting. I got an EPC, so I'm really excited about that little tiny computer. I love it. It's awesome. It's very underpowered. I wish it was very <laughs> powerful and small at the same time. Yeah, it's a netbook. It's a little lappy toppy, okay. I call it. Uh, and uh, it's got many, a webcam and all that kind of stuff. Don't even ask how many computers I have. I have a lot. I was going to say, how many computers do you have, Pastor Boy? I, I do have a few. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Hey, my 22-inch monitors, and I have, you know, the screen that pops down hey, from I, the ceiling. I, I, work, I work hard for my money, and... <laughs> <laughs> and everything's paid for with Kizzy, Kizash, as I like to call it. Oh, I also learned how to do a Rubik's cube, dude. I, I taught myself how to how to do a Rubik's cube, so I can solve it. It only took twenty years for me to figure one out. You're officially a geek now. Yeah. Congratulations. 
So uh, I've really been enjoying it. I went and bought one. I, I got started on it at my, my uh, brother-in-law's house and figured it figured it junk out with the help of a few YouTube videos. I'll be honest, but uh, oh, YouTube. Love no, it. I would have had it figured out in the '80s if uh, I had YouTube as well. No joke. I'm just no gonna joke. say that. You know, they include instructions with it now and and tips and stuff on how to do it. What? Uh, they didn't have none of that junk back in the Dizay. No way. That's cheating. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just took the stickers off and. Yeah, I was gonna say, it. no cheating would be taking the stickers off and See, just putting them back. I never on, took you know? the stickers off. I cracked it apart by pulling out <laughs> yeah, the that's... tubes and then switched them around and put them back together that way. And then screamed at my sister when she promptly messed it all up again. But yeah. Anyway, uh, the, my real weekly update though is I today I decided I was going to start eating my lunch at work every day. And not only that, I, I don't want to take my lunch. I don't want to make my lunch in the morning. So I went to the store today at noon, and I got a loaf of bread. I got you know peanut butter and jelly. I got a sack of baked uh, Cheetos and uh, and a box of uh, microwave popcorn. So I am set, dude. I've got a little mini fridge in my room. I got a I got a twelve pack of Diet Cherry Pepsi. So I'm set for like two weeks on food now. Uh, and I'm going to make my lunch right there in my office. It'll be awesome. I did it today. It was great. Okay, that's not the weekly update. The weekly update is, as I was going to the checkout counter, <laughs> the lady behind the, you know, the register, the checkout lady, she was working her till, okay? And um, you know what till is, Trevor? Uh, it's, it's a lineup that they slaughter no, cows no, in. No, it, it, it is, but not in this context. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she was working the till and she was bagging my, she was scanning my groceries. And every time she would scan something, she'd go, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. And I was thinking I'd, I wasn't hearing her, but she'd, she'd look at the strawberry jam and she'd slide it across. She'd go, hmm. And she would put it in the bag. And then the peanut butter, hmm, mm-hmm. And then she, like she was disapproving and approving of my items. What, what in the world was that? I don't even know. I just looked at her. I kept thinking maybe she had a bad experience with the lady that was in front of me. And she was just imagining what she was going to tell her. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Little old white lady. But no, she was apparently judging my purchases. She did not approve of my jelly. She did approve of my Jif extra crunchy peanut butter. Did not care for my honey wheat uh, bread, but uh, so yeah, very odd, very odd. Mm. I'm not used to, you know, they're supposed to stay impartial. They're not supposed to care. I'm supposed to be able to buy, you know, that last minute candy bar and be completely accepted. I've never had to worry about being rejected by my checkout lady. You know, the only thing I expect from her is remember to push okay or credit or debit, you know, that kind of stuff. But no, she was judging me. So there you go. There's my weekly update. Trevor, what do you have? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, boys. I don't approve of your weekly update. <laughs> You've chosen poorly, sir. <sighs> my life sucks. <laughs> I gotta be worried about my own show. It's terrible. Uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, Not at all. I was Trevor, going to, uh, I, I had a, uh, and I'm done. Feel better now? <laughs> well, I got hope that you're going to clean that up. <laughs> I ha- <laughs> um, hmm. See what I mean? I'm not sure what. It takes Trevor 15 minutes <laughs> to get started every flipping show. And I even shut it up. I wasn't even going to interrupt him. And he's still like, mm, ah, mm, ah, 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 ah. let me go build a shed. 
now. Okay. <laughs> and we're still waiting. Well, you're still talking. Oh, wait. Oh, right. That's the thing. Anyway, um, this week I decided to uh, use one of those neti pot things for the first time. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what one of those are? Yes, I do because I've used one. John, tell, you? tell Johnny all about it. Well, you the see, the, yes, it, it, the logic is what this is, is it looks like a little plastic teapot. And the logic is you put water in it and you put, you know, salted water You're and you put a little baking freak soap out, in it. John. You're and back. then what you do is you take one end of this teapot and you shove it up one of your nose, your nostrils. And then <laughs> what? And yes. then you tilt you tilt your head over a sink and the water pours out of the teapot thing up into your sinuses and flows out your other nostril. Yes. Wow. This is why, a real. Why would, why would you do that? This is a real thing. It's it's a health nut thing, and it's the idea. I'm kidding you not. You put saline water in it and you run it through your sinuses and it's supposed to clean it out. Yeah. Well, now and, I don't like tea anymore. I'm just going to tell you that. Thank you. And mine was ceramic and looked a little bit more like a watering pitcher than a teapot. But <laughs> I guess because I have a bigger nose or something, you know. I don't know. I got some good flow out of mine, dress me. But like that is the weirdest thing. I mean, I have, there's nothing – like it was fine. Like the only thing that I had to get over with was the was the mental barrier on, uh, on the fact that I'm shoving water up my nose and everything – is inside my body is screaming for me to not do this. Yeah, yeah. It's like waterboarding yourself or something. No, it's not that bad. What the problem I had is the angle. <laughs> not that bad. The angle it of burns. it. <laughs> I poured it in one nostril and it didn't come out my nose. It came out of my throat, like the roof of the back of my throat and out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out. I was like, this is the sickest thing ever, but you've got to be pretty desperate in the first place to do that to yourself. You know, so I was desperate enough to allow it to flow out of my mouth. Well, no, so no, no. See, what you have to do, see, it, the thing is, if as long as you breathe naturally through your mouth, it closes up the thing and it, it doesn't go down your it throat. It didn't for me. Well, uh, Nope. It, it, it worked for me, and it, but it, it was the – and then, of course, you do it in the sink because, you know, it, you're, you're pouring water out your nose. So, I mean, you're looking at yourself in your mirror, and it just it's, – it, it, it <laughs> it's a little Nothing comical. will throw you quite like watching water pour out of your other nose. Like, it's well, just, especially it's since like, it's not just water coming out. There's, there's <laughs> glucose and stuff coming out, like corn syrup. It's gross. Yeah, it's um, – yeah, it's, it's cream and goodness. Clean out there, but it was uh, That's nasty. <laughs> it's cream of yeah. mushroom soup. <laughs> Congratulations! Mm. It was it was it was super. Trust me. Are you gonna do it again? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it it helps and like it. Uh, I I clog up my sinuses pretty uh, pretty much. So it's, it's as as the, as the chat room has mentioned, it is my booger wash. Wow, <laughs> booger wash, right? So you clog up your nose with what? Well, no, I just like I get, I get conge- mm-hmm. well, I shove crayons up there. Your mama you know? told Kate you to Moss. stop that when you were seven. You're <laughs> you're like fifty nine now. You need to stop. So fifty nine. How old are you, Trev? I'm thirty five. Who's the oldest? Yeah, and I'm thirty. I'm thirty six. Okay, John. I is younger am not than me. either. Yeah, John's younger yeah. than me. I'm thirty four. Wow. So Trevor's the old man of the show. Oh, old man Trevor. John, what do you got Sorry, for a weekly Cap. update, my man? It didn't happen to me, but it was funny nonetheless. So I'm going to tell you, I have a friend and he has a car and he parked his car in the parking lot of his 
apartment complex or whatever he lives in. And uh, he went out in the next day, and his car apparently had been broken into. So he was. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, this, this is where it gets good, okay? <clears throat> so he's looking all over the place to see what they took. And he's like, they didn't take anything. I mean, they might have taken some change out of his out of his change drawer thing. But he went to he went to go to the back seat to see if they took anything. And somebody they they stole his ShamWow. Oh, <laughs> they, they stole the man's ShamWow. It cleans no. wet or dry. No, they didn't. I don't. I don't know why they just stole the man's ShamWow, dude. He had other stuff that was good, I guess, but Nothing the ShamWow. Did, did the thief have one of those mi- headset microphone things on and he's speaking <laughs> the shack said? <laughs> I think it was Billy Mays that did it. What's this? A sham wow in the back of this guy's car? I can't let this happen. He's not using it. I'll show him. I can shammy off his car. I can clean up this pot through the car, through the carpet. You know, and I say, oh boy, you you go to YouTube <laughs> and you look up uh, Consumer Reports did a review of the sham wow. And uh, they they say, yeah, it, it picks up this amount of water and this amount of water, but so does a sponge that's like half the size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the thief didn't know that. Yeah, and and they and then the thing that you get like seven of them for nineteen ninety five or whatever, maybe five of them. I don't even know, maybe four. And they were like, yeah, it sounds like a pretty good deal, except you could buy this many sponges for 20 bucks, and it's like the size of a small car, you know, the, all these sponges. So, uh, yeah, yeah the, the sham wow is definitely heavy on the sham, <laughs> not so much on the wow. So. <laughs> yes, thank you. That was oh, my joke for today. That's... <laughs> so. And four. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, sham wows... One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! LBB of the week. You know, I don't really have one this week. I, I guess I could label the lady behind the counter as LBB, but that's kind of strong. Strong for her. Yeah, because you don't really know. She might have some kind of nervous tick. There was a there was and, somebody uh, that emailed in about uh, Ninja Bikers because I did a Ninja Biker, things I wish I could say to Ninja Bikers comic on NLCast.com. And if you're not checking out the weekly webcomic on NLCast.com, you need to. But I don't like Ninja Bikers because they I've never seen one drive, you know, the speed limit. We've covered this before. But his his LBB was a little different. The, the, the guy apparently couldn't get around the car. It was a single-lane highway or a two-lane uh and and rode their bumper forever, and then finally he just goes over to the right hand side shoulder and starts to pass them. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. about these guys, mm-hmm. they can't do the speed limits. It's just impossible for them. So uh, she mentioned that mom looked over to her right and uh, and gave him the one finger salute there. Well, yeah, I know, mom, <laughs> mom busts out, mom, mom busts out the bird. And so she, she gave him the tall finger. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, so the the biker apparently was looking over, you know, and saw that, and apparently the passenger side window was down. So Ninja Biker proceeds to hawk a lug right through the window. <laughs> oh no, that must messed up. Well, he must have some serious trajectory there and some some wind structure. He, he's like a sniper of spittle because to get that sucker to where it just didn't wipe out your own ear, you know. Must so mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe the story completely just because of that, but the lug apparently landed squarely in the uh, in the the Canada's pants of this this passenger, so mom's son, the storyteller uh-huh. himself, 
got uh, got wet by this guy, and and then he cruised on. And I actually deleted the story because it made me so mad to even read it. Because it was like, yeah. you know what, you were a jerk and you won. So the LBB of the week again for the for another week is uh, Ninja Bikers, who Hawk well, lose. You know, he probably fell off of his bike somewhere. Not while he was driving it very fast, but you know he's right. at the stoplight. You know, I wouldn't even wish bike. that. I would just wish that he would lay it down, like you know, like when they're standing there and the bike just falls over. That's the best <laughs> thing for a ninja biker because their perfect paint job gets scratched up. And I wouldn't wish ill on anyone personally, but but your little fancy schmancy, you know, crotch rocket there, um, yeah, lay it down. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of those. No, me neither. Unless I'm riding them, of course. But you know, uh, really fast, that. really fast in residential areas, avoiding lances. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of uh, residential areas, who me? <laughs> who me? All right, we got middle school drama, and even though it's a theme show, only one of the three middle school drama entries we have has to do with fire. But in keeping with the middle school theme, that makes sense to me. They'd be like, I don't have any fire stories, so I'm going to tell you something else. This is from Jackie. Hi, NLCast. I attempted to send this story in before, but hit send before it was done. Blah, blah, blah. Here it is. And sure enough, I did. I got another email, and it ended with the words three weeks later. So listen for that, and you'll know that I was a little confused before. She says, at my 11th birthday, my friend said they wanted to see my new iPod, so I pulled out my iPod out of its case, and I showed it to them. Well, we got interested in doing other things, and I left my iPod on my bed. After the party, I went looking for my iPod, and I couldn't find it. I was sad when I realized it was lost. Three weeks later... I found it under a basket. The screen was cracked. Yes, my iPod was dead, but when I plugged it in, the lights came on and I got happy. But then it went off, and that really hurt. In a drunk Paul voice, it was like when you thought someone was dead, and then someone said that you was only in a coma. But then they turned out to be dead anyway. Losing an iPod sucks. Huh? I'm going to call that show. I'm going to call that show. Losing an iPod sucks. $200 down the drain. The moral... Don't lose your iPod. Love you, Jackie. No, the moral is don't leave your iPod on your bed. You didn't lose it. One of your friends sat on it and they hid it under your clothes basket. That is the moral of the story. But imagine where I was when I was reading this the first time. It's like, I was sad when I realized it was lost. Three weeks later, Jackie. That's how it ended. <laughs> and I was thinking, okay, so this was three weeks ago. That's kind of an arty way a cool way of ending a pot, you know, a story is like that was three instead of saying this happened three weeks ago, you know, three weeks later, my iPod's still gone. It was like an unfinished, you know, European movie, <laughs> you know. So, anywho, uh, hey, John, Trevor, and James, I think I have a story for you that happened not too long ago. I was having a doctor's visit and I was leaving the doctor, and the most unusual thing, hey, son, you've got a popcorn on your tush. What? I wondered, <laughs> but I ignored it and kept walking. But in the hallway, my mom pulls the popcorn off my <clears throat> lower back and says, Hey, I found your tooth. The funny <laughs> thing is, earlier I had lost my tooth when I bit into a candy bar and forgot all about it. I must have sat <laughs> on it while in the car, and it had been there the whole time I was in the waiting room. Let's just say it was embarrassing. Aaron from Oregon. See, you can't make that stuff up. Now, now see, the way that story should have gone is... <laughs> Is, hey son, you've got a popcorn on your tush. Why would you Three say a popcorn? 
Why three weeks later, and just nothing. You got some popcorn on your yeah, touch. Yeah, you say you've got some popcorn. You don't say you've got a popcorn. Popcorn <laughs> is plural yeah, by default. Plural, right? Yeah. Thank you. It's like zebra. What's a single single of popcorn then? A kernel uh, pop- of popcorn. Popped corn. A, a kernel <laughs> of corn. You have a piece pop- of kernel. popcorn on your tush. I just love that the doc was, you know, scoping the the rear. I guess I don't love that, but that's <laughs> apparently what was happening. I also love that the kid was on his way to the dentist and was eating a candy bar. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> yeah, I wash my teeth before I go to the dentist. Yeah, I do and he too. forgot he lost his tooth. How do you do that? I forgot. My tooth is gone. <laughs> Where'd it go? Know. I don't know. This is crunchy nougat. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> nougat. Here's, here's, yeah. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Ruth. Ah, uh, good. Baby. I love that show. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Peter says, hey, Trevor, James, and that other guy. Sorry, I forgot your you name. But I heard you wanted some pyromaniac stories, and I hope I sent this in time. This story took place when I was nine for all those stalkers. Because stalkers care about how old you are. Uh, anyway, we had this huge candle, and it was burnt flat with glass around the edge to keep the wax in. So a Yankee candle, basically. But with my eight-year-old evil mind, even though this happened when he was nine, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was nine, but he had the had the mind of an evil eight-year-old. <laughs> Being he evil holds you back year. a year. Yeah, when he went <laughs> when he went to the club meeting, he's like, "No, you're not evil enough. We're gonna have to hold you back. I'm sorry." Uh, so yeah, I was <laughs> my eight-year-old evil mind. Um, this was a playing field for fire. Uh, what I did was basically made a bonfire out of matches with all the red parts pointing inwards and a trail of matches leading to the big pile. I did that before. Uh, the big trail <laughs> didn't work, so I just lit the pile of matches on fire, and it was this big flame, and it was so big I got scared, and I put it in the sink water and washed it out, hopefully. I love that, hopefully. It may still be burning. I'm 13 now. <laughs> I hope I got it out. I don't go in that room anymore. <laughs> this is I remember reading this guy's stuff before, and he puts hopefully in weird spots. I decided I would do this again, but not get scared this time. Of course, I got freaked out and washed it out in the sink again. The candle was ruined after this, and I got a lecture when my mom got home, which was a disappointing climax. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that. Here's another story that's probably a little better. I was cooking something in the oven, and it finished cooking and was beeping at me. So I rushed over and tried to find a bowl, a, a hot pad before it burned. But all I could find was some paper, hopefully towels. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so that's awesome. It's either, there you go, man. I hope these towels are made out of paper. <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow at work. <laughs> You're not going to fire me. Hopefully. I think it's lunch, hopefully, hour. <laughs> it might be dinner hour. I'm not sure. I did skip breakfast. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, all I could find was some paper, hopefully, towels. I thought it would work. So I ripped off uh, the roll and bundled them up and proceeded to take the cooking out. And they didn't catch on fire. I think I was disappointed with this also, so I lit the paper <laughs> towels on fire. I got scared and washed them all out. I guess you say that I'm a washout, lols. <laughs> Trying to help fill the middle school drama, Peter. Thank you, Peter. You did a fine job. Hopefully, job. 
Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, Peter. Man. Middle school, hopefully, drama. <laughs> Man. That's what I'm going to start starting the show with. Hi, this is James, and this is Nobody's Hopefully Listening. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening, hopefully. Hopefully. No, you got to put it in the middle. That way it makes no sense whatsoever, and you don't know what to attribute <laughs> it to. So was it paper, hopefully, towels? Or paper, hopefully, car? <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you just throw that in there anywhere? I don't know. So uh, I like the washout balls. <laughs> Lols, L-U-L-Z. Oh. Yeah, lols. Um, hey, that reminds me, uh, there's a great show out there called uh, WBR Podcast, WBRshow.com, and it's by two guys that are really awesome. I need to have them on the show again. I uh, had them back on episode something something, and it was called eBeg. Uh, but they're, they're really cool guys, oh, yes. they're really funny, and they have started, I, I'm not completely caught up with all their shows, I am like five from being done, but the one I was listening to today, they started a new segment where they're changing words, they're calling it turn of phrase, and their favorite thing to do is take a word, redefine it, and that way when people say it randomly in sentences throughout their day, they get a good laugh. And so this week, <laughs> this one, the first one they did was, uh, first one I ever heard was like one of their first shows, and they said... Uh, instead of uh, whenever somebody says pass, uh, it meant the same as passing gas. So it's like, you want to go to lunch? No, I'm going to pass. See, <laughs> see, see how that's funny. And today's was, uh, was in, whenever they said back, like I got your back. Um, he, he decided to make the context like, uh, baby got back. So that meaning of the word. <laughs> so yeah, your hey. derriere became the word for back. And so, you know, backstage, and uh, I got your back. <laughs> I was thinking round back, you know, things like that. So great show, and it's hilarious to change the meaning of words. So check it out, peeps. That's my little plug. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's feature story time, theme show, fire. All of us have stories, and you do too, right after this. Well, hello. I want to speak to you about something that's very real and very pertinent that affects us all. In fact, four out of four people are plagued with this disorder on a regular basis. It's called ear and face boredom disorder, dysfunction disease thing. It's where your ears and your face are deprived of the quality entertainment that you deserve, the laughing, the smiling. So there's really only one known cure to this, and that's the Chicken Pop Pod podcast. It's a retro pop culture comedy way too many adjectives podcast that I prescribe that you stick directly into your ears at least once a week. I am a doctor, a physician. I'm not the host of this podcast, so you should listen to me. So you may be thinking right now and asking, hey, uh, dude, where do I find this podcast? Hook me up. To which I would respond, listen, bossy, McBosser pants, don't tell me what to do. I'll punch you in the neck. Go to chickenpotpod.com or you can go to iTunes. Search Chicken Pot Pod in iTunes. Download it free of charge from iTunes. I wrote your prescription. It's free. Go for it. And it's a fantastic podcast. They talk about pop culture from the 80s, the 90s, as well as current entertainment news and reviews. So you can hear about He-Man and the Goonies and My Little Pony. And you'll laugh your face off. You'll love it. Check out Chicken Pot Pod. Featured Story. All right, and we're back, and we are going to jump right into uh, some stories here. Uh, again, it's theme show, and what we do is we bring the best stories we've got on a certain theme. Today's theme is fire, 
And so I'll start it off. Um, my wife wanted me to tell this when I asked her, you know, hey, think of some stories. Now I was thinking childhood stuff, but she had one from like about 10, 15 years ago when I was still young and spry, but married. Um, but I guess I forgot. Anyway, we were burning a big bonfire at the church. They were tearing down the old building. And we had gotten to push an, uh, the old uh, piano down the steps. It was really fun. That's a story in and of itself. But we were. What? Oh, it was awesome, dude. You know, and if you've ever been to an old church, there's always an old, old piano that's out of tune. Half the keys are peeled off. You know, there's hymnals stacked on it. I got to push one of those down the stairs. And uh, it, nice. it broke Please. apart. It broke apart like a house of cards, except for the harp part of it. Okay. You know, they oh, call it the good. harp. It's metal. It's hardcore. Anyway, so we drug that thing over and all the pieces to this bonfire and started burning it. And, um, and I decided it'd be a good idea to jump over the bonfire for some reason. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I just, I knew I could do it. And I don't know. I forgot I was married. Uh, you know, I'm the only one that cares. You know, when you're single and young, you know, you just do whatever you want. And who cares? But uh, I was about midway into my jump. And I realized two things. One of them, my wife was staring at me with a, I'm going to kill you if you don't die. And two, that I hadn't jumped quite far enough and my foot landed right in a big pile of, uh, of hot coals. And um, I didn't realize it. And so, I, I mean, I did, but I come out of it. I was more concerned about my wife, my new wife yelling at me. And so I was like, I'm just about, it's not a big deal. And then she looks down at my leg and kind of points, and, and my leg pant leg was smoldering quite a bit, and so I had to brush and throw dirt on it and put it out. So, yeah, yeah, that was about it. I, I, she, she was freaking out mostly because she said my foot barely cleared the harp, and if I'd tripped, I could have fallen in the fire and literally, like, you know, if not killed myself, scarred myself beyond recognition. And so it truly was the stupidest thing ever. I see that now. You know, 13 years wiser, but uh, back then, stupid. And uh, so there's one to get us started. Uh, who's got the next uh, micro story there? Hey, go ahead, go John. For Trev. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, um, as I shared last, I, I do like to play with fire. Okay, so <laughs> we did that. And um, there was this one occasion um, where I had brought my sister into my world of fire playing, and uh, me and my buddy David, we we used to light a lot of fires together. Um, and uh, we were out behind this uh, in, in in my backyard down in Florida, and we were under a tree, and um, we we uh, we were lighting fires, you know, just doing that. And one fire started to get out of control, and so my sister scooped up a bowl of of dirt. <laughs> and poured it on the fire and mm -hmm. poured out you know, put out the fire so she received the nickname that day and she's a couple years younger than me so i still bring it up occasionally but that day she re received the nickname smother mother <laughs> so she shall she shall always be the smother mother in fact whenever we're having a good time she comes and douses it. oh wow <laughs> and whenever you know Whenever I'm trying to throw her kids off the house or whatever, she smothers that too. Oh That's man! Just... Now, but, uh, is, yeah, she's a smother mother. This is your this is your middle. I mean, the one that's directly under you, or the older sister? Yeah, the one directly under. Okay, me. okay, yep. okay. Liz stalkers. All right. Yeah, Liz stalkers. <laughs> I'll tell you where she lives if you want. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love my it's sister. Like David, David used to do. I live so much. So find me, find me, try to find me. 
Uh, All right, Trev, what you got, dog? Uh, I was going to say the very first time that um, the very first time that I actually got into liking to burn things as young children or want to do. Um, me and my best friend were um, were out in our backyard, and we were just down from our deck, which which just had stairs that went down into our yard there, and we were just kind of lighting a match and just you know kind of holding it up and watching it burn, then flicking it out and putting it down, mm-hmm. and then we light a match and we you know do the same thing, and I'm getting ready to light this match, and I had for some reason on this one I had this big flourish that I was getting ready myself. It's like, you know, okay, so I'm going, and my buddy's behind me, so, and I was probably oh I don't know. Uh, probably 10 at the time and I get ready to, f- to turn it on, you know, to flick through the match through the, the through the the making fire part of the match case thing okay. <laughs> wow, rain fall out hot part <laughs> and, I, and, and, he, and I just hear his voice and my my, my, uh, my friend is, is very soft spoken and very um monotonish type thing. We're, we're still friends to this day. And he just says for behind me, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> and I go, why not? And I go, ha! And I, and I hold this, the, this mad burning match over my head like a big torch. <laughs> oh, and then I look up to the top of the stairs and there's my little brother who's, about, who's five at the time, give or take, and, and looking down at me and it's like, so he he'll flick, hold it over my head. He looks down at me and I Flick it behind my back as if nothing happened. I look at him and say, "What?" You know. And then, of course, he went and told mom and dad. So, <laughs> so that was, that was my first experience with getting caught with burning fire. So, uh, yeah. so what, did caught, you get in now. trouble? Did you get in trouble? Yeah, because it was at that point in time that they, uh, my parents, were like, "What are you doing?" And all this stuff. And they went up and they found little. We we had burned burning matches earlier on in my room, and uh, <laughs> you know how carpet isn't you know is isn't exactly made of something that burns. It's made of something that will melt. At least the car- the, the carpet in my old room was. So there was these little melted spots where we had dropped matches oh. by mistake on the carpet. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh gee! At See, that point in time, I got in a lot of trouble. That that was good. I just the way you worded it when you said at that point, I thought you were going to go somewhere <laughs> harsher. Like at that point, that's when my parents came and said, "Now we're going to get a divorce thanks to you." And and you know, my whole family fell apart because I was playing with matches. <laughs> Great Trevor, just pushed uh, us over the edge. It's not your fault though. It's not your fault. Uh, burn not my fault, man. Uh, I um. <laughs> All right, I, I'm a pyro, or at least I used to be, and I still am to a certain extent because I know enough now, though, to know that I can't be trusted with fire. I can't play with it. I can't even get started. And the other week, or not the other week, the other year, uh, it was 4th of July, and I've never, ever, ever, ever been trusted with fireworks before. But my brother-in-law <laughs> comes over, and he's like, dude, fireworks, rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, no, dude, I, I can't, no. I'm scared. I, I've come close <laughs> to hurting myself so many times and I have risked death so many times. I just, I can't handle it. Well, he went out and just bought a buku of them and I didn't put any money in. My wife put in a couple bucks, you know, cause she wanted to do some sparklers or something, you know, and that, I'd done those before. They were pretty safe, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, long story short, I got a hold of a Roman candle for the first time in my adult life. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the trick with those, in case you don't know people, is you can hold them in your hands. (laughs) Yes, you can. Like a shotgun. (laughs) And you can point them at people. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. (laughs) And you better not. And if you do, it's not this show's fault. But I did. And I found 
that I could aim pretty well to where it would shoot just to the left, or just the right of my friend. And he was screaming, or my brother-in-law, he was screaming at me, basically <laughs> saying things like, I'm holding all of the fireworks, you blinkety blankety moron. But I couldn't hear him because I was <laughs> laughing maniacally. And 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 I, I think I had two of them. And I started shooting them oh at my all gosh. my family members and barely missing them to the point that my <laughs> sister and wife ran to the house, opened the front door, and one of them went in the house. And... <laughs> I knew I was oh. going to die, I but I didn't care. I was laughing. And so you got this image. I look like a water sprinkler of death. You know, these <laughs> flaming things. And and my brother-in-law was dancing like in a Western, you know, when you're shooting. Dance, oh, dance. <laughs> and, uh, and he ran away from the from the fireworks, and I kind of just chased him. Eventually it went out, and uh, and I had to talk him down. I really did because he wanted to shoot me. With more of those, you know, like shove one of those little spitting tanks down my pants and let that one go. But he didn't. He wasn't laughing as hard as you were, huh? No, he didn't really enjoy it. And uh, I'd like to say that was the last time I did it. I did it one more time. They trusted me one more time. Their fault. <laughs> oh, jeez. Their stupid fault. So, yeah, mad with power, dude. I cannot handle uh, fireworks. I just want to do bad things with them. Apparently so. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Good one. All right, John. Oh, I get to be second again. Cool. Yeah, well, we're hey, on well, a roll. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind Let's of a, a rotation sort of thing, really. <laughs> it's 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 all nice. Um, well, when I, this is this is one of the uh, okay. There's this time we you know power goes out in Florida occasionally, where we lived at least, and I was a young lad. This is after I had lit all the matches in the uh, paper bag. But uh, power went out, and so we were having dinner, and it was a nice, sweet, uh, romantic kind of candlelight dinner. And uh, not really, but we just wanted to see what we were eating. <laughs> so um, it was me and my, my mom and probably sisters, and uh, I uh, – I, I just was curious after everybody left the table if 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 napkins were flammable, uh, you know paper napkins and I I was just experimenting and I and I held a napkin up over the candle and it it caught on fire, and, and I tried to blow it out but it 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 caught on like inferno type fire and so I threw it and um it landed on the floor and we had linoleum floors oh. and uh about the time I threw it my dad, my dad walks around the corner and uh there's this little fire on the floor burning the linoleum and um he put that out and uh as I as I recall um there was there was a flame burning on my rear end because uh, my dad was my dad was spanked and uh, I guess it was because there was a fire back there. Oh. No, I, I got beat, and I just remember crying a lot and um, and then uh, and then watching the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's all I remember of that evening. My mom always made that- me watch Incredible Hulk after spanking too. I wonder what that was. <laughs> You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> See what happens if you don't forget, if you don't repent of your evil ways. I don't know. <laughs> that 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 melted linoleum stayed there until we sold that house. Oh wow! Or until my mom redid the floor, but that was like years. I every time we'd like park furniture over it so we couldn't see the melted linoleum. <laughs> it was awesome, but I didn't do that again. <laughs> or at least. 
Okay, Trevor, it's your turn. That's all I have to say about that. Excellent. <laughs> Back in high school, um, we and I don't even know if they still. I'm assuming they don't use these things anymore, but uh, because they're probably they probably lost too many children to them. But we used to in um, in chemistry class, we used to have these little Bunsen burner things, which had uh, we actually had like gas attached. <clears throat> like gas attachments on our on our little lab desks, so you you hook up the rubber hose from your little Bunsen burner. It was a uh, you know like a flat little circular thing with a um, you know with a stick that came up out of it where the gas would come up and you'd burn you'd light the top of it so the gas would come up and it would be you know I, I'm assuming I mean, like that's natural, but to put this in the hands of children seems like a poor idea. So. <laughs> But the, the tube that was going from the from the burner to the where we were actually getting the gas from the gas connection um, was rubber, and you know these were old and all that good stuff. And so I was um, sitting there with my pencil, and I was just kind of put, I was putting it in in the flame, you know, and watching it turn all black, and then it would, a little bit would catch on fire, and then I'd start writing with it, and that was funny because I was. Writing with these this flaming pencil, <laughs> you know, this was at a very entertaining. Trust me. So what I didn't know, however, is that there was a small pinhole in the hose that brought the gas from the you know the source up to the burner. So what was happening? And, and this and uh, I can't what, what I don't know if it's propane or whatever it was is is a heavier air gas than air. So what ends up happening? It, it was just it was sitting in this invisible layer on top of the desk. So as I'm doing this and it's collecting and nothing's <laughs> happening, so I get my my pencil going and it's <laughs> and I go to write in my lab paper and all of a sudden, my <laughs> table is engulfed in flames. <laughs> now of course, I mean the, it it dissipates quickly, but holy, smoke, <laughs> it's just like da, 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 the teacher's up there instructing and blah blah blah, all poof flame. <laughs> yeah, that would have been an awesome class today in class. Yeah, and, I mean, how do you cover that up? Like, woof, and I it was just gone. imagine like, Trevor, you know, folding his hands and looking real straight and just kind of darting his eyes around. Did anybody see that? Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. <laughs> so like when you fall asleep in class and you make a noise and you jump up and look around. <laughs> holy crap, holy crap. <laughs> Did anybody see me sleeping? Class. It, what was that noise? Class. Nothing, instructor. Where are your eyebrows? I don't know. <laughs> I got a story about that too. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. One time, I built a t-shirt launcher out of a uh, pipe, and uh, yeah, out of PVC pipe. It, it, Dude, don't say things like that when I have a mouthful of liquid, please. <laughs> it's just so random. <laughs> you know, I it's like this one day, you know, like at the, I have at the arenas, like I built this uh, like t-shirt launcher yeah. so I could just launch t-shirts into the crowd. I, I built two <laughs> of them. I built two of them. And there's two ways to, to, to construct these things and to power them. One of them is with an air compressor and compressed air. And you fill a part of the tube with air. You switch a, a switch and poof, it, you know, blows the t-shirt out. And, uh... And, and okay. anyway, it's, a, story about that. it's basically a pipe and then you put some, what they call a, a wad in there and then you then you have the t-shirt rolled up with tape that you shove in there and and then there's this this area down below with a screw cap you take the screw cap off you fill it up with aquanet and you spray it you know and you put the lid back on and you've you've put a Coleman lantern striker in the end of this cap and you strike it it sparks, it fill, you know, it, it ignites, and it blows the T-shirt out the side, out the thing. So this thing is flame powered, and it is amazing, uh, at least in theory. I I modified some plans 
from off the internet for a spud gun to make this thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we made I, one of them. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. But I, you know, I hadn't tested this thing yet. So I'm living in suburbia, you know, and I'm sure things like this are outlawed, but it was the middle of the night, right? So I'm like, you know, what's it going to do? I'd lit, I'd lit, you know, stuff with aerosol, you know, before. It doesn't make any sound or noise. So I knew I could just get out there, you know, shoot the thing straight up in the air. It would fall right back down. I'd be able to get my T-shirt. All the evidence would be gone. But one thing I didn't know is how long to, you know, fill this, this canister. So we must have put, uh, you know, about, oh, okay, I'll tell you this. Later we learned that it was about four or five seconds that you're supposed to spray inside. And that would throw it about 150 feet. We sprayed for about 30, 40 seconds. Okay. We just Good sprayed time. and sprayed and sprayed. We capped it off quickly, screwed it in, flicked the thing. Boom. <laughs> this thing, I didn't even get a chance to aim it. All I know is the largest. It sounded like cannon fire, like we were reenacting the war of the of the South and the North, the Civil War, aka the war between the North and the South. And the 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 T-shirt went off. I imagined, and and I quickly ran inside. I was just scared. I turned off the lights, you know, like because when people came out to see, you know, why we were being attacked by the Canadians. I wanted. I didn't want any proof that I was secretly their spy. So um, anyway, I I, uh, I looked outside and combed the backyard because I knew that it. You know, I, I didn't find it, so I knew the T-shirt had gone and landed in my neighbor's yard. And I'm like, crap, crap, crap. They're gonna see this thing. And then I'm thinking, well, no, this thing's pretty heavy. What if it landed on somebody's car? I need to go and get this T-shirt. So I got in my car and I drove around the block to the other side of the house and I looked around. I never did find that T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know how many hundreds of feet it went, but it must have blown itself straight out of my my uh, my area. So yeah, Dude. we 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 got on and we we you know scaled down the uh, the explosion a little bit. But that first initial one, it had a kickback that just stomp your foot. It was terrible and uh, scared me to death. Scared me to death because y'all know I hate getting in trouble. I mean, I get scared when the doorbell right. rings. So imagine when this freaking <laughs> cannon goes off. It was insane. What? what? Who did it? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I don't even have a t-shirt launcher. I don't have a cannon. I just have this pipe. And this pipe, I'm fixing stuff. I'm fixing stuff downstairs. It's got Aquanet in it because I like it in my hair. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, but I use this as a diffuser, see, to pipe it directly. Into my hair. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, if if I can just if I can skip in line there, Mister John. <laughs> Be my guest. We had uh, just a, a short thing. One day we were on it. We were on a camping trip, and we had one of those potato cannons that we had made, where you know you take the end off, just like you said, and you spray it full of whatever it was, flammable. I think we we're using WD forty or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we were shooting. Well. We were shooting potatoes across you know this large field. So. Anyway, so we got this idea. So we got this water balloon, and we we, we uh, filled it up so it was you know as big as or bigger than the size of the um, of the actual tube. So we shoved this down there, and we you know we had to really jam it in there. So it was like really thick. It's like this is going to be awesome. You know, it's going <laughs> to fly out there, and it's going to be this water balloon from heck. You know, and I'll blam. You know, and stuff. <laughs> so we we primed it up, and we you know closed it up, and we you know hit the hit the trigger thing. <laughs> And and what occurred was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Because what is happening? Because 
You, you see, a balloon is made of a, a elastic type material. So what ended up happening? Oh. All the air just escaped around it. So the thing just kind of went. We could hear the thing just cruising up the tube, and it, it took like a good five seconds, and then it just kind of went. It's like when you're it's like when you're doing your business and air comes out before the business. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? It's disgusting. That's hilarious. Well, it's the same concept though, isn't it? <laughs> it is it's like now. nothing to push it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then you just might as well get up and go somewhere else because you know you're not going to be there. You're going to be there for a while. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. Uh, Lost all the... Hey, John, you got another one. Okay. Uh, at the uh, request of the Marvel geek, I'll, I'll stop. Um, yes, I, I hope this isn't too, um, too PG-13. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it is... Um, I apologize in advance to the chat room, and you can edit it out. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I was a youth pastor, and uh, there is a little bit of an emphasis on was. Um, one youth camp. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, one, one youth camp. You know, things just get crazy at youth camp, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, so. We were we. I, I wasn't a participant of this, although I have experimented with this before. Um, you know that farts uh, contain methane, which is a flammable gas. And listen, if don't you guys try this? If you haven't, don't. If you have, don't. Okay, <laughs> let me just say that. Um, but farts are flammable, and um, they make a neat. A neat blue flame when you light them. Anyways, at youth camp, this there's this uh, one teenage boy. He was, I, I think, he was probably a junior or senior, and um, young adult, I should say. Uh, he said, and this is in the south. He said, "Hey y'all, watch this. I'm gonna light this fart." And uh, <laughs> I said, "Don't do it, man. Don't don't do it." And he was a mature dude. Okay, he was a hairy guy. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> All the guys in the room said, "Yeah, do it, do it, do it." And so they turned on the lights. Good, said, thank okay, God. Y'all, y'all watch this now. Watch for the blue flame, okay? It's going to be awesome. And so somebody held a lighter up to his backside. And I don't know if he got stage fright or what, but he didn't let one out. But his butt hair just caught on fire. Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw like this this yellow flame kind of expanding in a circle. <laughs> He's like, wait, turn the ladder off. I think I got one coming. Turn the ladder off. He didn't have the lighter was off when it was on fire. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for that, John. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. You'll have your pink slip in the mail. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get fired for that. Uh, <clears throat> no, not from that. It was just a show. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> okay, I once told everybody once that I had never smoked or drank or anything like that. And that's not entirely true, okay? <clears throat> yeah, so here's the story of that. I was, I, my grandmother smoked, and I was curious. But we had nary a cigarette anywhere around. And so what I would do is I would I would say, well, you know, I didn't know that there was such a thing as tobacco 
Okay, I didn't know they were smoking anything. I thought they just had a paper <laughs> stick and that it was just a cool <laughs> thing to do. So I rolled up some newspaper. And, and <laughs> not real tight, but it was long. It was about a foot and a half, you know, a sheet of newspaper. <laughs> and it was kind of cone-shaped, you know, because I had a point. I didn't know about rolling them. So, you know, nowadays, you know, since i seen stuff, I would have rolled both ends, you know. But I rolled one to a point. And, uh, and I stuck it in the fireplace and lit the end of the, uh, and so I had a full on flame going on and I went ahead and I took a, a hit on that and, uh, I sucked, I sucked in smoke, but also with that smoke, uh, the fire as well. <laughs> and I scorched the roof and back of my throat, the roof of my mouth and the back of my throat fire came out of my mouth when uh-huh. I, cause I went <laughs> and you know how, if you, and, and I can prove it because have you ever seen like smoke catch on fire before? Like, like you can, yes. I don't, yeah. Yes. Like if you hold a flame down, it'll, the, the fire will jump between the two flames because of the smoke. That's what happened inside my, my mouth. And, um, oh, so I, I, uh, it hurt it burned all the way down to my corpuscles in my in my chest cavities. It was horrible, and all I could think of is I've just given myself cancer, because when I was a child, yeah, that's at, exactly it. When I was a child, <laughs> I I saw a cutaway of healthy lungs and smokers' lungs, and the smokers' lungs I remember thinking looked like b- blackened tomatoes mashed together, and I'm like, I just did that instantly to my to my lungs, all of them. All of my lungs. Oh, oh, so yeah, I, I uh, my my smoking career was cut short. I don't know what I must have sucked into my lungs along with the smoke. I mean, printer's ink can't be un- non-toxic. You know, it must have some toxicity to it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, there you go. Don't don't smoke uh, anything. But if you're going to, don't smoke newspaper. The gospel yeah, of Tennessee. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Uh. <laughs> we gotta we gotta cut this short. We got an hour. Uh, it's at, we're in an hour. Um, all I'll all I'll wow. say is this. Oh, did you have more? We can do another theme show if we have to. But uh, I was gonna tell the story of my uh, of my uh, my ch- ch- chin my cheek catching on fire next week as the yep. featured story. That's the one I'm gonna save. But um, we got to read some voicemails and stuff. So let's uh, let's do that real quick. If we got to do more, we'll do more. Uh, later. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. All right. Uh, hey, James and Trevor, a new guy. This is Flicky from the forums. I have a story involving a campfire. My brother being stupid. We were at Boy Scout camp. This camp is on the Pacific Coast in Oregon. I had a beat. It had a beach and other things that go along with the ocean. So it had some dolphins and stuff. Anyway, we were hanging out on the beach one night, sitting by the fire, having fun. We were drinking Jones soda, which come in a glass bottle. My brother, who has book smarts but doesn't always have common sense, decided it would be a great idea for him to urinate in one oh. of the glass bottles. So he went off away from everybody, peed in the bottle, brought it back all capped up. It was really gross. Oh, but here's man. where the fire comes in. He threw it in the fire, and uh, I knew this was going to be a bad idea, and I was right. The bottle exploded. After the urine vaporized and built up pressure inside the bottle, pieces of glass flew everywhere, and it smelled horrible. The worst part is that we all knew Uh. we were inhaling urine vapor, which is incredibly Uh. disgusting. (laughs) Thanks for the laughs. Keep up the work, Matt. (laughs) Oh, that's nasty. That's called a pee bomb. (laughs) 
Really? <laughs> it is. I didn't know it, it, it would have a name. <laughs> it's gross. Hi, yeah. Trevor. Oh, go ahead. I love this one. Hi, James, Trevor, and Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Josh. Hello. I love it. Uh, I argued with my mother for years over telling the story, so here it goes. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the show. It was a a dreary October day. I had just gotten home from school, came uh, home to my mother cooking, which was an unusual thing, seeing that she uh, usually got home before me. Turns out she had gotten out early due to a bomb threat, so she decided to fix... Uh, dinner early she had the entire kitchen demolished fixing three meals at once and it looked a little she looked a little overtaxed she declared she had to go to the bathroom and rushed away leaving me in chaos by the time she returned i was flipping mixing and sauteing various food items i soon began to smell a bad burning smell i felt heat on my back i turned around to find the entire stovetop on fire i ran like a trained boy scout to the fire extinguisher but my mother wouldn't let me use it she defended her reasoning by screaming, I'm trying to save the food, as she beat the fire down with her dishcloth. Needless to say, none of us ate that night. Markel. <laughs> that would be Marcel. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, P.S. Tell the story about burning your face. I'm going to do that next week. Next week, I have the featured well, story. Next week? And he says he well, does not leave in a tra- live in a trailer. So... <laughs> Mike uh, says, one day, while experimenting with fire, I decided to see if I could make a fountain of fire. So I took a two-liter bottle of Pepsi, I poured about half of it out, and then I refilled it with many assorted flammable liquids, gas, oil, lighter fluid, everything I could get that said flammable on it. Of course, just putting some gas in it would have, had enough, would have been enough, but I had to make sure it would work. So I put everything in. So I took a, a metal table we had. In the shed, I put it in the middle of the floor. Yes, inside the shed. I shook up the bottle, wrapped it in paper towel, soaked with gasoline, lit the paper towel on fire, and ran. In the first few seconds, it worked just as planned. It melted just a small hole in the bottle, shot a huge tower of flame in the air, a little too high into the air, and I panicked. Luckily, I knew we had a fire extinguisher in the shed, but uh, what I wouldn't find out until I tried to put it out was that they weren't fully charged. The first two fire extinguishers didn't put out anything, and by the time I got to the third one, it ran out of carbonation. It was just a smoldering pile of melting plastic and Pepsi, <laughs> and I wasn't nearly as worried about that. Let's just say I didn't do that again. Thanks, Mike Wormwood from the forums. Here's our disclaimer again, people. That is not instructions for you to do anything. If that ha- if you do this, you will destroy your shell- yourself and you will die. Trust me. So don't do that. Do not do it. It's bad. It's bad. Yep. It's yep. Bad. God has pity on people that do stupid things on accident. But people that hear about it and then goes and does it on purpose, not so much. Okay? So don't. I don't want to oh, hear nobody right. coming back and saying that they tried something in this show. Don't try any of this at home. None of it. If you do, it's on you. Don't do it. All right. With that... It is time for us to get out of here. Oh, wait, we got a voicemail. I'm sorry. We're going to play them after the show. I, I We're going to have to do it after the show. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsors, Rob Gobers, to our theme music, Spouses for letting us record, our contributors, everyone who listens. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, John. And remember, you, next time that... Uh, oh, by the way, visit the forums, all that good stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the next time you're telling a funny <laughs> life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. <laughs> I didn't even say it that time. I know. Well, he got tired of me doing it, so I figured I'd, I'd beat you to the punch this time, you see. The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at nlcast.com for features, 
forums, web comics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Find more great, clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com. Hey, you don't have a feature to delete messages in case you screw up. That must be interesting. Anyway, um, for your ding-dong ditch, I got a um, solution for you. And you can think, I believe it was Dennis the Menace the movie. Uh, tape a thumbtack to your doorbell. Or not doorbell, doorbell. So when they ring, uh, ring the doorbell, yeah, they get a nice little surprise. And one other thing, just to keep a thought for your... Um, the, the the poop head, he was out in the woods. How far out in the woods was he? How far did he have to walk back before he could clean that off? All right. Keep up the good show. Thanks. Hey, James, Trevor, and John. This is Nate. I'm just calling in with a story for the fire show. Um, I used to work at a summer camp on the maintenance staff, and uh, part of maintenance's duties was lighting the dedication fire each week. I'm sure as a children's pastor, James, you will know what that is, but... Uh, one day we were complaining to our boss how sometimes it takes, it's a little harder than we'd like it to be to light the fire using just matches. And um, we asked our boss why we weren't allowed to use gasoline. And he said that they used to, but a couple of years ago uh, they had an accident. You see, what they used was called wolf juice, which is uh, 90% diesel and 10% gasoline uh, to light the fires. Uh, one week... They were late to show up, so all the kids were there waiting at the dedication fire. Uh, they got a call that they had forgotten to light the fire, so they grabbed the whoop juice, but grabbed the wrong can and grabbed straight gasoline. Um, went to go start the fire, doused the fire with the what they thought was whoop juice, um, lit it, uh, big explosion, caught the can on fire, caught one of the kids on fire, not one of the kids, uh, that would be worse, <laughs> one of the... Uh, maintenance workers on fire. He jumps into the lake. Another kid goes over to the can that is on fire and goes to kick the can into the lake. His leg catches on fire from kicking the can, so he has to jump into the lake too. And in all of this, the bonfire still did not manage to get lit. So that's the story as to why uh, at the camp I used to work at, we are not allowed to use gasoline anymore. Uh, thanks. Bye. Hey, this is Fred. Uh, I was calling about you. were talking about fire stories last week. I thought I'd call in with a uh, fire story for you guys. This one happened when I was about 15 years old. Uh, my buddies and I used to go out into the woods uh, behind his house and, um, you know, camp out for the weekend or the night at least. And um, we always had a fire and, and a nice fire pit going. And uh, the one guy uh, named Chris, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, if you know what I mean. And... Uh, he always did a lot of dumb things. Well, anyways, on the trip, we went on this one trip. He was a little bit more stupid than most times. He, um, we had butane, you know, that you put into lanterns and, uh, a little container. It has a nice little hole where you, you spray it out. And, uh, so kind of a nice, nice small stream would come out. And he would use that as a flamethrower and throw flames on the different things, uh, trees and whatever. And we're just playing around. We, we put it out, of course. And, uh, anyways, he, he took it upon himself to fill up a can, a tin can with, with the fluid and lit it on fire and was carrying it around. And I don't know if the can got too hot or if the flames got his hand, what burned his hand. And I just happened to be sitting in front of him around the campfire, and he threw it on my back uh, and, and basically lighting my whole back on fire. 
So my friend, uh, my other friend, would jump on me and just started beating me to, to death, uh, trying to put out the flames, and uh, never could. So I just ripped the shirt off, and we stomped on it on the ground. So that was the first part of this story. Uh, the second part involves a brute aerosol uh, can of deodorant. Uh, we had it was back when brute was pretty popular, and the uh, aerosol spray can of deodorant. He took that can and threw it into the fire as well. Um, we all stood around and looked at it for a second and realized. This is probably not a good thing, and ran for a, a nearby ditch and jumped inside and waited and waited and waited, and nothing happened. Uh, my one friend started to get out to go and see, you know, maybe just knock it out with a stick or whatever, and just as he got up, boom, uh, exploded, uh, put out the fire completely, put it out. Um, the rocks that were lining the fire were, a lot of them were missing or, or just shoved across the campsite. And um, all the wood that was in the fire was completely gone. I have no idea where it was other than maybe it just turned to ash because our tent, which was about five feet away, was now in f- on fire uh, with multiple holes being burned through it. And um, so we basically had to beat that out and, uh, you know, put all the fires out. Uh, that was it. So needless to say, uh, we didn't really invite him on many more camper, camp, camping trips after that um, because we feared for our lives. So... Hope you guys enjoyed this story, and uh, thanks for doing the show. Really appreciate it. Love the show. You guys are great. See ya.